0: goldendale this is the host who loves you the most luke Throop. here I, i gotta tell you you better buckle up buttercup because things are getting a little bit bumpy it's a little dicey out there on the front lines uh holy smokes you know yesterday what was playing out in dc with the truckers the people's convoy and all that you wouldn't believe it until you see it with your own eyes but i want to just say at the start there are predictable patterns at play here what we're seeing right now has been uh, it's a tried and true it's a playbook and we're going to kind of break it all down and take a closer look at what these patterns are and why they're predictable and what we need to be doing about it what we need to be paying attention to here so yesterday the uh, the people's convoy went and they were going to take a little bit different route to kind of slice through the middle of D.C., Again, with still following the traffic laws, they'd still told the police, this is what we're gonna do and all that kind of stuff, uh, to to stay legit, to stay above board, to not be provoking any kind of big problem, but just, again, to be seen, to be heard, to show the force, uh, the show of force, the show of numbers, to to represent the millions of Americans who are really being uh, ignored right now as far as the will of the people who want to be uh, done with the medical tyranny and to put our government government in check hold them accountable to the constitution and all that jazz so as they're going out there you know these this convoy the truckers and the and the um the, you know, thousands of patriots with them. They encountered police resistance. They encountered angry protesters. Uh, they encountered a hostile press. As these guys are out there, they're leaning into the headwinds, attempting to exercise their constitutional rights in Washington, D.C. You know, that should be just like the most American thing ever, right? Uh, following along with these truckers uh, on their live dash cams and stuff, guys, it was a, it was a heart-thumping experience. It was really... Uh, really insane. You know, at one point, a man on a motorcycle cut in front of a big rig, laid the bike down, and got out and started yelling at the trucker. The trucker gets out and says, hey, hey, man, what are you doing? You know, and all of a sudden, you know, it escalated. The biker started lunging at the trucker. Other, you know, a couple other truckers jumped in, stepped in, subdued the guy, you know, this maniacal Democrat who's just, you know, so, you know, angry just seething that anyone would have the audacity to stand up to the government and speak out against the narrative how dare you interfere with this globalist takeover of our country you know how dare you i, I don't know i'm sure that's what the guy was thinking you know, and in a different event, there's this white pickup that zipped in front of a semi and slammed on the brakes. Said, "Brake check, brake check, brake check," and uh, you know the trucker was unable to stop before they bumped into the pickup. Right, so okay, now we got a traffic accident. Okay, they get off, get it off to the side of the road. Uh, all the truckers are on the horn. You know, they're talking, talking, talking. We're not going to leave this guy behind, right? We're not going to let him pick us off one at a time. And so they're going to, you know, they pull over, they're stopped. The police come out, man, in force, dozens of police vehicles, all these guys in black, you know, black clad police, you know, riot gear looking like stuff on bicycles and everything else. They come zipping out. Flying down there, and they're yelling, "You got to get the trucks out of here!" I mean, it's just intense, guys—very intense. And this is again, this is the front lines of freedom. I want to make sure that that's really clear. You know, all of this, uh, all of this stuff—those accidents, the the uh, the police response—all this is caught on on camera, multiple camera, multiple live feeds. And even though those videos really, you know, they substantiate the irrefutable truth that these truckers are being targeted by a bunch of antagonists. You know, the motorcycle guy was later seen laughing it up, you know, yucking it up with the police alongside an off ramp that they had closed. You know, the police, you know, they, you know, the police are blocking off the ramps. They got the dump trucks in there and all this kind of stuff, which is mucking up traffic because people are trying to go in there and, and do their job. Right. Uh, but the reality is that the media has spun up a narrative that makes it sound like the truckers are the ones that are mucking up the DCV. Uh, area that's, that's, and that's where the pattern emerges, right? So the, the police are out there barricading all these exits with dump trucks, blocking traffic in the area, which has caused a nightmare for local commuters. And then the media blames the people's convoy and the truckers for causing the mess and all the public uh, frustration is then, you know, turned on to the truckers placed on the truckers. Right. And that's predictable. The side that is causing the problem is blaming the other side for causing the problem, so they're causing us of doing what they are doing, right? That's something it should be familiar. We see it all over, all the time. But here, you know, this is. There was a one one shot at one point. The uh, there was a guy in a suit getting out, and the guy in the suit's yelling at the cops, like, "Get your." Dump truck out of the way, man! Move these cop cars out of the way. We need to get into town. We need to do our work. You know these truckers aren't breaking the law; they're not doing anything wrong. You know it's the police that are breaking the law. And and by the way, that's an unconstitutional law. The, the DC police had set up checkpoints in previous uh, times. You know uh, I can't remember the date. Anyway, there was during this time there's all this gun crime and violence going on, and the police started setting up checkpoints. Well, the DC court said, Hey, you can't set up, That's unconstitutional. You can't stop people from traveling about freely, especially if they're law abiding citizens, right? And you don't have suspicion and you don't have warrants and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, what, how's this all going to play out? You know, who's on the right side of history here? What we know for sure is that not everybody's getting the same story and that's kind of a big deal, right? So the side that's causing the problem is blaming the other side for causing the problem. Both sides have footage of what really happened. But that becomes completely irrelevant, right? What's relevant are the optics and the narrative that's being used to shape the public perception of the event. And that's where the media establishment, I mean, they just dominate, right? Because they have all the news outlets, they got all the radios, they got all the papers and all that kind of stuff. That the the established media, the mainstream media, the legacy media, the state controlled media, dare I say it, you know, uh, dominates any attempt at objective reporting. They, you know, they overwhelm truth by flooding all these different channels with very carefully crafted propaganda, very sophisticated psyops, as we've talked about at length here on the Good Morning Golden Nail podcast. But we can see this pattern playing out in other places right now. I want to just kind of consider some of the threads and the themes in the, uh, the great Russian invasion narrative. Okay. We're told that Russia was using false flag events to justify invading Ukraine. We're told that Russia may be using covert chemical attacks against the Ukrainians. We're told that the Russians have been killing innocent civilians and hundreds of children. We're told that the Russians are on a mission to reclaim the Ukraine and rebuild the Soviet union. We're told that Russia is suffering huge losses and the Russian people are Pissed off at Putin because of it. All of this kind of stuff. We're told that, right? On Wednesday, actually, just uh, yesterday, in a rare moment of speaking from the heart, President Biden went so far as to declare Putin a war criminal. You know, a guy's a war criminal—an accusation, of course, that the Russian government says is completely unforgivable. You don't just go out there and call somebody a war criminal, right? Especially if you're one president, you're calling another president a war criminal. But hey, what the hell? We're all supposed to hate Putin, and if our bo- if our big guy is. Gonna to call him a war criminal like by golly he is a war criminal and that damn hell with diplomacy and dignity all right but beyond all the heated rhetoric rhetoric right this uh our own national media is now openly acknowledging that the Russian people are getting an entirely different story, right? So the Russian people aren't turning against Putin the way that the American people are turning against Putin. Hmm. All the sanctions and the basically starving them out, not letting, you know, shutting down the Russian economy, all this is to, is to get Putin, right? And, and to make the, the American, what was it that Biden said to make sure that the, the Russian people know uh, the, basically the hell that Putin is bringing down upon them because Putin is the evil guy that's out there trying to take over the Ukraine, right? And, and all of this kind of stuff. But according to Russian media sources, the story goes you know, something like this, right? The Russians are told that it's the Western Alliance that's staging false flag events to provoke war. They're told that it's the Western Alliance that's using covert bioweapons against the Russians. They're told that the Western Alliance are using clandestine drone strikes that are killing innocent civilians and children. They're told that the Western Alliance is the trying to capture the Ukraine resources and build up NATO and the one, you know, uh, the European Union and NATO, all that kind of stuff. They're told that the Western Alliance is the are the ones who are hurting the Russian people to try to turn them against their beloved president Putin. Okay. Now let's just, I mean, you couldn't be more black and white, left and right, right and wrong, positive and negative, good and evil. I mean, it is the, it is the, the diametrically opposed juxtaposition of perspective that is, that is, um, that we're kind of we want to peel it back we want to pare apart we want to we play with this just a little bit because what do we know for sure you know we know in the u.s media russia is the aggressor trying to take over ukraine we know in the russian media the u.s the eu and nato these guys are the aggressors trying to take over the ukraine right both sides accuse the other side of lying Both sides accuse the other side of pumping out propaganda from state-controlled media outlets. What are we supposed to believe here? You know, there is no question, really, as far as who we are supposed to believe, who we are supposed to believe right? It would be heresy for any American, anybody in the West sacrilege to question the motives of our own government and media, you know, and I'm sure the Russian and Ukrainian people feel the same way. You know, they're they're not, they're, they're not really supposed to question the Ukrainian narrative or the Russian narrative or the EU narrative, right? They're, they're, we're supposed to just believe that our government and what our government tells us is the truth, There may be some lingering doubt as to the truthfulness of the story being told. I mean, come on, you know, kind of silly. Why would we doubt the government? But it is clear that to be a good human, we should be outraged at what the other side is doing. So if you're a Russian, you should be outraged at the Western Alliance, the U.S. and NATO and the EU. If you're a Ukrainian, you should be outraged at the Russians. Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure, you know... I think everybody's just supposed to be pissed off at everybody else. Isn't that, isn't that the way it should be? We should all be outraged about everything right now, except for what's happening in our own damn country, right? All these uh, (laughs) trampling of constitutional rights, basic human rights that have been going on for two years. Now we're supposed to forget all that and be outraged, outrage, the rage against the Russians uh, is supposed to be, you know, a distraction, I guess, or supposed to be more important than the fact that they're trying to uh, mask everybody up, vax everybody up, and usher in the new world order. I don't know, guys, call me crazy, you know, but I know that we're supposed to. We should definitely trust our own, you know, local spin doctors, right, our own American media, because they would never lie to us. Ever lie to us? The American media would never try to hide shady political corruptions, uh backroom dealings that link the Bidens to Ukrainian oil companies. The American media would never try to conceal the overwhelming number of adverse reactions, millions of people having adverse reactions, thousands, tens of thousands of people dying caused by these experimental vaccines. They would never, ever try to gaslight the American people and pretend that the economy is thriving even though there are bare shelves six dollar at the pump gas uh, they wouldn't be gaslighting us you know in uh, transitory inflation you know they're saying everything's going great but they're simultaneously destroying the v- value of the dollar Perhaps so that they could institute a new digital currency that's going to solidify even greater degree of control over our lives. Of course, they would never do that. We may want to believe that the media is telling us the truth, right? I mean, like, we we don't want to think that they're lying. We don't want to think that they're trying to hide the political corruption with crack pipe Biden. Barisma, we don't want to think that they're trying to hide you know the fact that there's you know some some super uh terrible stuff in these vaccines that's causing all these problems we don't want to put you know people want to just have their head in the sand we want to believe that they're telling us the truth okay but to anybody out there who's still clinging to the to the hope that the u.s media is going to be telling us the truth about anything i just want to share these words from thomas paine which you know, they they seem very applicable, very apt. You know, when Thomas Paine warned us, the greatest tyrannies are always perpetrated in the name of the noblest causes, right? Rather than talking about what's actually happening in the world the truly terrible intentions and seemingly unstoppable plot of global tyrants, the greatest tyranny to take over the world, to take control, to install a global socialist state, a new world order where you will own nothing and be happy. You're gonna sit down, shut up and do what you're told and be a good human, right? We're not, rather than talking about that, We're being entertained and entrained. We're being pacified and calcified as the magic of media causes an epic mental meltdown that completely short circuits critical thinking, right? It leads to emotionally reactive and irrational beliefs and behavior. And does that not accurately describe the situation we find ourselves in right now? right? Perhaps that explains why there's a sudden urge among Americans that want to risk nuclear war to protect U.S. interests in the Ukraine. I mean, uh, to offer humanitarian aid to the Ukrainian people. Remind me again why, after being under attack for weeks from the evil Russian invaders, the Ukrainians still don't want to join NATO. Why don't they want to join NATO? Hmm. Seems like they would be rushing and to NATO please save me NATO we will do anything we will abide by your your green new deal and we will pay all of our you know all of our finances we'll give you totally total control of our country if you will just protect us from the evil Russian doers (laughs) you know come on really what's really going on in the Ukraine do we really know I guess it really just depends on who you ask right what we know is that the media lies you know Putin could be, in fact, the greatest global tyrant ever. He could be an evil man doing evil things, but there are other evil people doing evil things as well. So let's not lose sight of that. We know they're lying. We know it's all propaganda. He said, she said, you know, both sides accusing the other of doing what the other side is doing, which leads us to the question, you know, what are we going to do about it? You know, what are we going to do about the lies? What are we going to be doing about all this confusion? You know, I think that we should all just be thankful today. This is a, this is Thursday. Let's make it a thankful Thursday. Let's be thankful for all the truckers and the American patriots who are out there with the people's convoy right now. We're doing something about it, being loud and being seen in a way that the media cannot ignore forever. So you may not be seeing this on mainstream media. I'll be sharing some links and all that kind of stuff. It's out there. If you look for it, we'll find it. Okay. But the reality is this to reclaim our country, we must pierce the veil of propaganda. We must be willing to take the heat that comes with standing up to the oppressive regimes. We must be willing to go face to face with the police who are out there trying to enforce authoritarian rule, right? All that kind of stuff, guys. It's, it's, it's just, the patterns are predictable. They're trying, let me say this, how can I say this? Best way possible. They're trying to blame the people who are trying to do the actual good, right? They're they're trying to blame the good guys for doing bad things when it's really the bad guys uh, spreading lies about the good guys. Guys, it's a, it's a it's a timeless timeless tactic. And uh, let's just not lose sight of that. These patterns are predictable. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please click like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. In these crazy times, we need more than ever the voices of reason to resonate, to stand up and be heard. So it's my heart, my mission here, to share with you the counter-narrative perspective, give you the information, the links, uh, all the resources that you need to find your own information to Develop your own informed perspective so that we the people can can stand on truth and we can move forward in a meaningful direction, taking practical action to reclaim our country, get back on track to the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness promised to us by our founding fathers. Friends, that's my heart for today. Let's make it a thankful, thoughtful, thrilling Thursday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.